Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Nicole and you are listening to Pray the Word. And if you've been listening to these, um, as we've been putting them out, today is January 1st, 2021. Welcome to a new year. Um, with a new year comes the hope of new possibilities. And what I'm just really thankful for is to continue to carry the hope of Jesus into this new year as we continue through this series of Advent. So Father, Father, thank you. Thank you for hope and new possibilities. Thank you also that we continue um, to, to walk through these scriptures that talk about the advent of Jesus. We look forward to the second advent as well, even as we pray today. Today we will be in 2 Samuel chapter 7, Psalm 89, Romans 16, Luke 1. When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I'm living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out there in a tent. And Nathan replied to the king, Go ahead, do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the Lord said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant, This is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? To live in? I have never lived in a house. From the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day, I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet, no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people Israel. I have never asked them, Why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them, as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. This forever song I sing of the gentle love of God. Young and old alike will hear about your faithful, steadfast love, never failing. Here's my chorus. Your mercy grows through the ages. Your faithfulness is firm, rising up to the skies. I heard the Lord say, My covenant has been made, and I'm committed forever to my chosen one, David. I have made my oath that there will be sons of David forever, sons that are kings through every generation. 
you spoke to your prophets in visions, saying, I have found a mighty hero for my people. I have chosen David as my loving servant and exalted him. I have anointed him as king with the oil of my holiness. I will be strength to him, and I will give him my grace to sustain him no matter what comes. None of his enemies will get the best of him, nor will the wicked one overpower him. For I will crush his every adversary and do away with all who hate him. Because I love him and treasure him, my faithfulness will always protect him. I will place my great favor upon him, and I will cause his power and fame to increase. I will set his hand over the sea and his right hand over the rivers, and he will come before me saying, You truly are my Father, my only God, my strong Deliverer. I give all my praises and glory to the one who is made, who is more than enough power to make you strong and keep you steadfast through the promises found in the wonderful news that I preach. That is the proclamation of Jesus, the Anointed One. This wonderful news includes the unveiling of the mystery kept secret from the dawn of creation until now. This mystery is understood through the prophecies of the scripture and by the decree of the eternal God, and it is now heard openly by all the nations, igniting within within them a deep commitment of faith. Now to God, the only source of wisdom, be glorious praises for endless ages through Jesus, the Anointed One. Amen. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, But how could this be? How could this happen? I am still a virgin. And Gabriel answered, The spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. And this is why the child born to you will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. And what's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. And then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. 
I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Father, I just thank you. I thank you before we get into the reading, God, that every promise of you comes to pass. You never fail in keeping your promises to us, God. I thank you, Father, that you you are the one constant that we can rely on. You, you are the one that we can run to. You are a tower. Your name is a tower. We can run to you and be safe. We can hide in the shadow of your wings, God. And sometimes when the storm is there, Father, we just hide in your protection. Um, but you will bring about your word. You will bring every promise come to pass. The ones that you've given to us corporately and the ones, Lord, that you've given to us personally. God, help us to be wise to wait. Help us to be wise to wait and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Here's the quote for the day. Mary was comparing these things, which she had read were to occur, with those she recognized as already having occurred. Nevertheless, she did not bring these things forth from her mouth, but kept them closed up in her heart. The Venerable Betty. Do you have a private life with God? As we increasingly live every aspect of our lives on display, posted far and wide for the world to see, it becomes difficult to retain a hidden self, especially in a true and redemptive sense. We may be quick to hide things that cause us shame or guilt, yet do we know how to cultivate a life of holy silence and solitude, learning to hear the voice of God as we do? Everything in your life is likely ramping up. <laughs> Nothing about this week feels settled, calm, or quiet with Christmas just a few days away. Yet this final week of Advent invites us to resist that chaotic impulse towards anxious hurry and instead listen and reflect upon the word of God given to us. And God, this is true even with Christmas just behind us. And even now, if, if those who are listening are listening um, in real time, that even New Year's is behind us. Um, and as much as things feel new, God, um, there are things in our world that are ramping up and feel like they're ramping up. And it doesn't feel settled, calm or quiet. But you still invite us to resist that chaotic impulse towards anxious hurry and instead listen and reflect upon the word of God given to us. As Mary cultivated the life of a faithful follower of God, including regular times of private prayer and devotion, she found herself present and attentive and therefore ready to receive the word of God. Yet as this word drew near, we see today that it left her disoriented, overcome by its weight and glory. So what does she do? She ponders it in her heart, Luke one twenty nine, and also Luke 2.19. This Advent, the Lord is drawing near 
this season. This The Lord is drawing near, speaking words of hope and love over his people. Resist the urge to fill the day with endless activities and external concerns, choosing instead to receive and prayerfully ponder the word of God spoken to you. Father, I thank you for that reminder. There's no way Mary could have received what you said had she not been one that was also one who thought about you, who knew enough of your word, who knew you well enough, God, to say yes. That was a hard thing. And she said yes to it, God. Father, may our lives be so aligned with you. May we know you so well that when you speak to us, And you ask us to do that hard thing. We just say, okay, how do you want to do this? (laughs) We don't say, God, I can't do that. That's so hard. We say, how do you want to do that? God, how do you want to do that? Like Mary did, Lord. Prayer for the week. Purify our conscience, almighty God, by your daily visitation. That your son, Jesus Christ, at his coming may find us, in us, a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns within you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation, that your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today, as we enter into this fourth and final week of Advent, each day brings its own unique practice, inviting us into a heightened anticipation and preparation for the glory of Christmas Day. Today, you are invited to ponder God's word to you through the practice of silence and solitude. Carve out at least 15 minutes of uninterrupted and undistracted time with God. No people, no screens, no agenda. Simply present to God and his words spoken. Simply present to God and his words spoken over over you. Father, I pray that for the one who is listening, that that would just be a holy habit to start of just silence before you that we would not be quick to enter into the king's presence, nor would we be quick to leave it. But God, that we would be still and we would allow you to speak to us how you want to speak to us through your word, God. Help us to practice silence and solitude just for a few minutes every day, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.